In Parshas Pikudei, it says that finally, Hukam HaMishkan, the Mishkan was put up. Hukam is a Russian passive of put up. And there's a Rashi, a tremendous Rashi, a Yesaidistic Rashi, in Perek Lametes, Pasuk Lamegimel, that it's worthwhile learning, incorporating it into your mind and your heart. It says, Vayavivus HaMishkan Rashi says, they were unable to um, put it up. And because Moshe did not do any other malacha in the Mishkan, he didn't do actual malacha, so Hashem let him actually put it up. No person was able to put it up because the beams were that heavy. No one had the ability to stand it up upright and, and, and build it that way. Moshe is the one who put it up. Moshe said in front of Hashem, How is it possible that the, that the building of the Mishkan, the Kurashim, could be done through a person? So, and listen to this, this is the key. As Hashem tells Moshe, you do with your hands as if you're trying to put up the Mishkan and do what you need to do. It would look like you're putting it up. And it'll come up on its own. That's what it means that it was. It, it came up. It came up on its own. This is from a Medrash Tanchuma. It is such a sight in life when we're building our own mishkan, our own home, or anything we do, we need to realize that it's Hashem. Now, no person was able to carry those, set those heavy beams upright and secure them. But Moshe was told to do it. And even though Moshe was physically, physically strong, he killed Oig, he must have been powerful. Maybe then he was given special powers. But Chazal tells us clearly that Moshe did not have the ability to put up the Mishkan. And he did not have any superhuman strength to do it. He wasn't given that superhuman strength then. And Moshe saw that this task was impossible. And Hashem tell, and Moshe tells Hashem, how can any human put the Mishkan up? And Hashem tells him this profound yesaid. And this Rashi you keep with you always. It's a Rashi that you study. It's a Rashi that should be with you when you go to the Chuppah. It's a Rashi that you look at every time every child of yours is born. It's a Rashi that you look at when you start a Dafyaymi Shir, or you're starting Dafyaymi. And it's a Rashi when things aren't going too well and you need to start anew. You look at this Rashi. Many great men and women after the Holocaust used, actually applied this Rashi, whether they knew of this Rashi or not, they applied this Rashi to rebuild their lives. And even smaller things, or maybe you could say, paradoxically, especially for these seemingly small things, look at this Rashi, for it's from the small things, the great things come. It's simple, and yet it's profound. And Khalila, someone loses his job, or someone's recovery from addiction, or someone experienced um, divorce or death, or uh, in his family, Cholila, 
or needs for a building. And he doesn't know where to go and where to turn. And how is he going to get in the strength to build himself up again? Look at this Rashi. Hashem tells Moshe, do what is in your hands to do. Let it appear as if you're putting the Mishkan up. And it will stand erect and stand on its own. Hukama Mishkan, on its own. That is such a liberating concept. And it reduces a lot of stress when you apply it properly. Moshe was told to start doing it, to make the effort, to go through the motions, to put his heart into it, and Hashem will take care of the rest. Impossible? Yes, it's taka impossible. But I'm not asking you for results, Hashem says. I'm not asking you for results that are beyond your power. You do, Hashem says, you do as I instruct you, and I will take care of everything else. And you do not need to be discouraged. It is interesting that we see this also by Miriam. Miriam instinctively knew this. I will reach out and get Moshe from the river. Actually, it wasn't Miriam. I think it was Baspari. I will reach out and get Moshe from the river. Can I do it? No, you're right. I can't do it. But I need to do what I can. Let Hashem take care of the rest. And Hashem will give you what you need on its own. People make a big mistake here because they assume over here, I'm giving you examples with their happy endings. The Mishkan ultimately was erected, was put up, even though Moshe physically couldn't do it. And Moshe was pulled out of the sea, even though Basia was physically unable to do it. But what about those so many stories that don't have such, uh, you know, happy endings in Eil But the truth is, is that it makes no difference. Nothing is lost regardless Look at David HaMelech. He wanted, here's a, a, a case of where something didn't work out the way he wanted it to. He wanted so much to build a Mesa Mikdash itself. And Hashem said no. Yet the no was really an astounding yes. Hashem saw his pure heart was precious in his eyes. Hashem comforted him. Hashem told him his Tehillim was even more beloved than Karbonus. So in truth, the reality, David's failure so-called failure, was no less of a beloved gesture by by Hashem than Moshe's success in building the Mishkan. It makes no difference because Hashem is giving you what He can give you. And you have to realize this. If you start a project and you do everything you can and Hashem takes care of the rest, sometimes He'll make it into reality for you. And sometimes he may not make it into reality in this physical world, but you it, you get equal schar for both. And it's precious that will and that wanting and that pure heart is 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 wor- is precious by Hashem, whether the z- result actually happened or the result didn't actually happen. We don't base our actions and what we do, or we don't base the value of it based on our uh, results based on physical results. That is flawed human thinking. Hashem has a different view of reality. He wants us, the Bnei Yisrael, to appreciate the true nature of every sincere effort, every heartfelt effort in doing Hashem's will, whether the results are there or the, whether the results are not there. Value, true value, is not measured by those standards. And even the smallest chesed done way back in the Middle Ages, is Nitzchius. The point being with this is that results are not in our hands. We need to make the effort, and even if the task seems impossible, we need to start it. 
Now, if Hashem decides it's not going too far, so be it. That's Hashem's business. But why should that discourage a person? It was never in human hands in the first place. Because even when there is a major success, we didn't do that major success. It was Hukam HaMishkan. It was Hukam Elav. It, it was erected on its own. There's no reason to have vain pride at the success. And there's no reason to feel crushing defeat at its failure. Because the result is, was not your success and it was not your failure. All you need to ask yourself is whether you did your part of what Hashem wanted you to do. This Rashi is a key, is absolutely a key in dealing with setbacks, in dealing with adversity. For example, let's say you tried to make peace between a husband and a wife and you spent thousands of hours trying and it helped only for a short while, got divorced. Or you raised money and you worked so hard for, to, 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 to get a sick person's medical treatment and you raised money and you worked your kishkes off for months and months and months and it didn't work and ultimately this person died. You were a success. You were a success. Of course, if the marriage would have been saved and the sick person would have been healed, you would feel a thousand percent better about it. You feel like, oh, Baruch Hashem, I feel accomplished. Thank God I, I, I did something in life. I accomplished something in life. And there's no greater feeling of that. You saved a marriage. You saved a life. But this Rashi is telling you the deeper truth. You did nothing other than your effort. The marriage and person was healed on their own. Therefore, there's no reason to get discouraged if what the result, the physical result of what took place didn't happen. Because Hashem desires the effort. Sometimes Hashem wants things to happen, sometimes not. And it's all up to Hashem. He wants you to do the effort. He wants you to do the work. He appreciates and finds precious every single step of what you do, whether the result is there or whether the result is not there. And when it, the, 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 the result is there, you have a curse, a tithe, and you're humbled by it. But if the result is not there, don't get depressed. Don't get crushed. Don't think Hashem uh, rejected all your hard work and all your sincerity, because nothing is truly lost. And in, in, in Ruchnius, it is Hukam Mishkan. In Ruchnius, it's Hukam Have a wonderful Shabbos.